Pei Amud Beis Debatim. And this is the second and the first bell at the same time. Today's shear is generously sponsored Lili Nishma Elishosifu Shlema. Shmuel ben Chasha Besoich Shaor Chayle Yisrael. And our partner Sachaydesh is our anonymous Aviyah ben Lili Nishma Sarab Shmuel Shmelka ben Aaron Meishah Zachayn Levracha. Ayelei ben Meishalipa Alevi Zachayn Levracha. Shazalek ben Meishah Zachayn Levracha. Hakaris Taif Taif Lavad Magid Shir Nuschos. For Achenu Kol Beis Yisrael. Arai Naisei Es Naisav. Eitzchayim Ilam Achzikim Ba. With an Aleph and Oishir with an Ayin to our partners, Hashir. Anonymous, it should be as Chosifu Shlema for Shmuel ben Chasha Bekariv. And our anonymous partners, Achaydesh, Avi Shmuel Ayyelayb. And to his Mishpacha, Bezer Hashem, Loirech, Yamim, Taivim, Amen. Amen. Shkayach Yehuda. My kids ask me, who said the Chaylam? Huh? Who the? I don't know. It's, it takes time to figure it out. To figure it out. They said they said they wanted to know. That, my was asking me if if they said v'chein lamar over here after the rav finished speaking. They did. Okay, baruch hashem. So a few people I have a few people came over with the heart. They wanted to know. Zok the heiligi gemara tanur abanan asara tenayim hisne yoyishua. There were ten tenayim that yoyishua made with klal yisrael. Number one, sheumarin becharshin. They should allow people to let their animals graze in the forest. Even though you own the forest, you should allow other people to allow their animals to graze. The Malakton ate them, so they say, the Gemara is going to go through details of every one of these dinam. Number two, you pluck Eitzim in the fields. You're allowed to pick Eitzim from your friend's fields. You're not allowed to stop them. You're allowed to pick Asavim wherever you are. Chutzmi Tilton. Besides, for a field of Tilton, the Asavim is good, so you can't take it out. But generally, asavim you're allowed to take out. You're allowed to chop off young uh, branches wherever anyone's uh, property you can take it out. That's like a, a main part in the zayas. When they trim the zayas, they leave like two main uh, branches to sustain the zayas that you're not allowed to cut down. Uma, number is, I forgot the number, but we're holding in the middle, a Mayan that comes out for the first time, meaning a new Mayan, are allowed to take from the Mayan. There's no, you're not allowed to stop them from taking from the stream. The, any, Rashi says for sure an old Mayan, but even a new Mayan, the Bnei Ha'ir are allowed to take from it. Umechakin biyama shel tveria. You're allowed to set up traps in the Yam of Tveria. You're not allowed to set up the kind of traps that go into the ground, that stick up, that could stop the boats from traveling. You could use a regular trap, but not a trap that uh, will stare the boats. Now, my Rebbe, Zolzayin Gizunt, Yudel Fisher, used to use this as an example for the problem of the computerized uh, searches that he had a friend that was once looking for the, to look around, where in, where in Shas does it talk about a bima? Where in Shas is a bima mentioned? So it came up, a Gemara Babakamadav Payalif. Bima Shel Tveria? It came, that's what came up in the search for bima. So he was making fun of the computer searches. Biyama Shel Tveria in the Yam of Tveria, which is the Kinaris, obviously. 
So you're allowed to set up traps in the Kineris as long as you don't stare the, um, the boats. It's called the Kineris, not the Kineris. Zog the Hele Gemara Vaita Vinifnin La Chere Hageder. You're allowed to go into somebody's uh, backyard and be Nifna. You're allowed in those days in the bathrooms. So you're allowed to be Nifna La Chere Hageder behind the Geder. Even if it's a field full of karkam, which is very expensive, still, Yeshua made a takana that you're allowed to go into the field and relieve yourself in the field. This is very interesting. We're not going to understand this so much because if we have a backyard, we are very protective of our backyards. But the Gemara says no. So to be honest, it's not really a backyard. It's talking about a property that people would use to plant on at a time when they weren't planting, like in the winter, the halach is anyone is allowed to walk through your empty, not planted field. It's not exactly a backyard, because a backyard is a privacy issue. This wasn't a privacy issue, it was just a field that would use p- to plant. And Lamaisa now, there was nothing there. The halach is, they made it, they, they, there's a takana from Yeshua, that you're allowed to walk in Shvila Hershus, Achetayr de Vishnia. Until the second rain falls. Once the second rain falls, then it's going to start staring the plants, and then you're not allowed to go anymore. So, of course, we're not talking, that's where we have to repeat it. It's not talking about a backyard. A backyard is a little bit different. There is a privacy issue, but here it's a random field, and therefore there is a Yeshua as Mesach, and that you should walk in Eretz Yisrael. This is an Eretz Yisrael Pashtas. Let's see the Adrachim. You say this Adrachim. The Adrachim used to be full of like things, uh, rocks and zachin, that people didn't want to get hurt when they were walking. So the Allah is, you're allowed to go onto tzideh hadrachim, onto the sides of the drachim, which is, so could be somebody else's field. <coughs> but Yeshua was misakin in order to allow the person, he shouldn't have to be tripping over the rocks that are on the roads, so you're allowed to go onto the side of the field. The Toya ben Akram, a guy gets lost in the vineyard. Mafsig ve'oyla mafsig He's allowed to break his way out in the vineyard. A guy can manage get lost because you can't see your way out. So you let it break away branches to get your way out of the vineyard. Yeshua was makel that for Klai. So again, we're going to go through the details of every one of these cases. <coughs> Another thing is, wherever a mace mitzvah is, it's you're allowed to bury it immediately where it is. It's where the mace mitzvah is. So these are the 10 things that Yeshua was misakin. Let's understand. Zakti Marat explains. Shumar Mukhoshim. What does it mean, Mar Mukhoshim? You'll let allow your animals to graze in somebody else's forest. It's only referring to a small animal which doesn't eat so much in a large forest. So then it will not eat up the whole forest. Avodaka Bidaka, but a small animal in a small forest, or Vigasa Bigasa, a big animal in a big forest, like that you can't do because it's gonna destroy the whole forest. Vikoshikane. Gasa bedaka deloy, for sure. A gasa in a small forest, for sure, you're not allowed to do. So, this is the Tanai of grazing in forest. It has to be a daka, big gasa, a small animal in a big forest. Umalakta made to me, so they say, you're allowed to pluck wood from a field. It's only referring to branches, like little bushes, which is not such expensive wood. Abu Bashar ate some loy, other wood you're not allowed to take. Only if it's attached. But if the guy already detached it, you're not allowed to do it because obviously he wants it for himself. Even if it's attached, it has to be fresh that it's not ready for firewood right away. 
if it's already ready for firewood, so this guy would want to use it, you are now allowed to take it. You're also now allowed to uproot from the roots. You're only allowed to cut off the top. You can't uproot it. But this is the Tanai to be able to take wood from somebody's field. You're allowed to take grass from anybody's field. Besides for a sada of Tilton, which grass is good for Tilton. Tilton, I believe, is fenugreek. I don't know what fenugreek is, but if it helps you, then that's what it is. Remember the Tilton Malala Asavim. You want to tell me that Asavim are beneficial for Tilton. And therefore, if, it, if you have a field of Tilton and there's Asavim in there, you're, you're not, you are now allowed to take out the Asavim. For Amini, Tilton Shalsa Amini Asavim. This is the Allah and Hilchas If you have Tilton that has different kinds of Asavim in there, we're not Machayev the guy to uproot the Asavim. Why? Because the guy, it's something that people don't like. They don't like when there's Asavim growing together with the Tilton. So Mela, the guy's going to uproot it anyway, and therefore it's not something that we have to be busy with to uproot. That's Allah regarding climb. But what do you see from here? You see that Tilton and Asavim do not work hand in hand, and therefore if you see Asavim and Asavim, the Tilton, the Allah is allowed to remove it. So you're telling me that it's considered beneficial, and here we see L'chaya, that it's not beneficial. It depends what you want to do with the Tilton. If you want to use it for Zera, then we're going to see it's not good. If you want to use it to replant, then it's bad for it. It takes away the Kaychis in the Tilton, and therefore it's not good for it. So if it's a stay, so our, uh, that Mishnah is talking about Lazara. Lazir and Malala, if you're planning on using a tilton to use them for themselves, then it is beneficial. When it's between the, the asavim, you could spread out the tilton and it could rest on the asavim. And therefore, so if it's within a field of tilton that is planted for zirim, the halach is you are those that asavim you're not allowed to take because that asavim is beneficial for the field. For, uh, there's a difference if it's for Adam or for Behemah. For Adam, you don't want the Asavim there. For Behemah, you don't care because the Behemah could eat the Tilton, could eat the Asavim, doesn't make a difference. So you don't mind if the Asavim's there. The Kivan de la Behemah who desire Asavim nami Bayala, you don't mind if the Asavim's there, and therefore you have no problem with it, and such Asavim, you now take. How in the world are you supposed to know which is for Adam and which is for Behemah? If it's in patches, it's like separate patches, then you know it's for Adam. You're misadir. When you're planting it for Adam, you make it an oif and misadir. But if it's not in patches, so then it's all famished, so then then we assume it's a behema, and that's what you should know. When it's for behema, you're not allowed to take the asavim. When it's for Adam, you're allowed to take the asavim. You're allowed to trim a netiyah besides for the grafius shalzayis, which is the main branches in Isaiah, which are left there on purpose. Rev Tanchum, Rev Rice, Mishim Zakin Echad, they said over, Bezayis Kibetza. How much do you have to leave and not uproot? You know how to uproot the wood. You let it trim. You know how to uproot it. So how much do you have to leave? If it's a Kazayas, uh, if it's a Zayas shear, a Zayas tree, if it's a, a olive tree, you have to leave uh, up the size of a Kibetza, which is not so big, the size of a Kibetza off the ground. That's how much, that's where you have to leave. Under that you have to leave. Bikanim uvikfanim in reeds and in, in vineyards. The pikak was, a, was a, uh, a, like a knot that they had in the, in the tree. From there and above, it, that's the amount. 
that that from from because you're allowed to uh, 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 trim from the pekak and above. You're not allowed to do under it. All other trees you're allowed to take from the soft branches and not from the hard branches. From the new branches which don't produce fruit yet. Not from the older branches which do produce fruit. Again, you're not allowed to ruin the guy's tree. Not a place that sees the sun, because a place that sees the sun, uh, that the sun shines on, it makes fruit. Not a place that does see the sun, because that makes fruit. You see the tvua comes where the sun is, and therefore you're not allowed to trim where the sun is shining. Not next thing, a, a stream that comes out for the first time. B'nei are allowed to take water from there. Rabbi Ravuna says you have to pay him money. But the Gemara says, We do not paskin like Rabbi Ravuna. You do not have to pay the guy money. You're allowed to just take it straight. You're allowed to set up traps in the Yam of Tveria. As long as you don't set up traps that will stick up and block the ships. You're allowed to use other kinds of traps that do not have to go high and block the boats. The Shvatim made it tonight with each other. You're now allowed to set up traps in a way, the kinds of traps that go into the ground that stick up, that will stop the boats. We're allowed to use the kinds of traps that do not stir the boating, the shipping, in the, uh, in the Yam of Tveria. The Yam of Tveria was in the Chalik of Naphtali. Not only did he get in the Yam, but he also had a Malay Chevel, a certain amount of, of, of measurement of land in the south of the Yam of Shaltveria, in order to be able to uh, set up his traps over there. Like a, in the, he had like a certain amount of, of property in the south of the, of the Yam of Tveria. Lekayim HaShanem Yom, the Dara Mirasha. He was Zeichet Yam and the Dara, man in the south. If a guy is in the mountains and he sees things that are disconnected lying around in the mountains, the Allah is anyone is allowed to take it. It's considered a, uh, a, uh, a hefker for any shevet. But if it's attached, then the Allah is becheskas oise shevet. It belongs to the shevet that it belongs to. If it's loose, it's free. <coughs> if it's attached, it belongs to the shevet that it's by. Every shevet of Klai Yisrael got har, high points, shvela, uh, uh, like lower, uh, like plains or lower points, uvenegev is like a dry point, uveemek is a valley. Shenemar, every shevet got different kinds of property to be able to be mashlim his needs, different kinds of trees go in different places. Every shevet got all different kinds of property. So they told he told Klaisal to travel and you'll and and he listed off all these different kinds of properties. So apparently every single Shevet got these uh, all these different kinds of properties. The Goyim that were there before Klaisal, the Shechenov had it. That was the Metzius. Eretz Yisrael is made up in such a way that all different parts of Eretz Yisrael have all different kinds of property.
that it should have chayfayam. I hear. Well, maybe every person should be zeichet the chayfayam. Azul and 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 naftali according to this. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, one of the darshan. It's interesting. It's good for you. V'nifne la'achoy agedav afilu b'sadeh shimaleh karkaim. You're allowed to be nifne even in a field that's full of karkaim. Amir v'achav yakev l'nitzucha little menutzra. The chiddush is you're allowed to even take a, a stone from the gedav. In those days, they used to use they didn't have toilet paper. They would use rocks. So you're allowed to even take a rock from the uh, from the uh, uh, sto- uh, the wall to be able to be nifne. That was a tatanai of Yeshua. Person had to be able to do what he had to do. And a meila, there was no other way to do it. So this is the way. It was set up. Chizda says even on Shabbos, even though there's a problem with Muktza, but Chazal were making it for Muktza on Shabbos for Lutzer Kavad Abrius. Mazutah Chasida Shakol Mahadah. Mazutah Chasida. When he would take a stone from the guy's wall, he would put it back. He'd make sure to put it back afterwards. Vamalel Shami would tell his Shamish Zil Sharke put uh, put a uh, plaster on it to put it back into the wall. Even though Mirkadi and Amochayv to do that, you're allowed to take. But he told him to put plaster on it, to put it back where it, where it came from, because he was a chassid. You're allowed to walk in an empty field after it's, after, when nothing's growing there, until the second revia. Our plants, even tal, is not good for it. I mean, even once the tal falls, it ruins the plants. So therefore, it by us, it could be it could be not good it could be hurtful for the field if somebody walks on it even after just towel falls on it, even if you don't have a reviashniah. You're allowed to go to the sides of the drachim because of the Yesadis, because of the rocks and the bumps in the road. walking on the road. Have a Now where Shmuel and Yehuda live in Bavel, right? Yeshua's Takana was an Aitz Israel. Shmuel and Avihuda lived in Babel. So they were walking, and Shmuel walked to the side of the road. He stepped on people's fields. Amalev Yehuda. Why, why was he allowed to do that? Because there was rocks in the middle, uh, bumps in the middle of the road. Amalev Yehuda. Tanam Shesni Yeshua Afilu Babel. So Avihuda asked his Rabbi Shmuel, Was Yeshua Misakin even in Babel? You're doing it in Babel? Amalev Shani Amifilu Bachutzlarts. I hold. He was Misakin even in Chutzlarts. So these Tanaim apply even in Chutzlarts. Rabbi Vrabchia. Have a Rabbi and Nebuchadnezzar lived in Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi and Nebuchadnezzar were walking on the road. <coughs> they went to the side of the road. He was, they went to the Tzili Adrachim. The God Ladar and his Talmud went to the Tzili Adrachim. And Abihud ben Akusa walked in the middle. He was, he was Machmir. He didn't want to go on the side on people's fields. He was Machmir and he went in the middle of the road. So a Rebbe got upset. A guy is proving a grace at Tzadik in front of the God Ladar. It's a Bazayan. He's walking, he's walking in front, pretending like he's being Machmir, that he's not going to go into the field. Maybe it's a Yehuda ben Akusa by Talmud. Everything he does is L'Shem Shemayim. So Mela, you don't have to, you're right, it's not really the right thing to do. To, in front of your Rebbe to start being machmir, especially if your Rebbe is not being machmir, but him, everything he does is l'shem shemai. Kimato lagabe when they reached Yehuda ben Akusa, Chazir they saw that it was him. Avalei told him he loved Yehuda ben Akusa at Gazartinu l'sakach begizra defarzala. If you would have been Yehuda, if you if you would have been Yehuda ben Akusa, I would have put you in chayyim. I would have locked you up. That's literally what it means. 
I would put you in chayim because a person should not demonstrate chumras in front of his rebbe, especially if his rebbe is not doing the chumra, if he's the shame shemayim, so you didn't put him in chayim. But Ba'atzim, it's not a good thing for a person to uh, do a chumra in front of his rebbe. A person's between the crumb, he's lost. The halacha is, he's allowed to break his way to get out of the kerem. Now that's halacha. The guy's lost in the crumb. It's hard for us to imagine, but picture you're in a field with a bunch of high crumb, and it's very hard to get out. You can't see your way out. So the halacha is, you're allowed to break, your, break the branches and uh, walk through the, break your way through the field. A guy sees his friend is lost. So you're standing outside and you see your friend lost. You let break him break the way through to help this guy get out. So you're not the one that's lost. He's the one that's lost. You let him break the way to help him out. If you're lost between the crumb, you're allowed to break your way out until you go to the city or to the derch. My vechain, what's the chiddush vechain? Ma'od teima chaverei hudiyada lehecha misalek denifsek. When you're guiding your friend out, you know where he's going, right? You're standing outside the car. You know the way out, so you're allowed to ha- you're allowed to break branches for him because you're going to guide him out. Avul hudiyada lehecha kasalek. But the guy himself, who's lost in the karam, he has no idea where he's going, right? Even if he breaks his way out, he's 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 uh, fishing around. Like, like he's in the middle of the dark. He can't. He doesn't know how he's getting out. If you're the if you're the chaver and you see your friend lost, so you could break your way out. You could break the guy's way out because you know you're, you're guiding him the right way out. But if you're the guy that's lost, maybe loy nifsig. Maybe you shouldn't allow him to break his way out. Maybe you should have to go out of the carom, back, go back, backtrack where he started from, and go around between the the crumbin. Uh, he shouldn't be allowed to break his way out. Kamash malad that even if you're the one that's lost. You're allowed to break out. You don't have to be the guy standing outside. You can be the guy inside. The is you're still allowed to break your way out. To save a guy who's lost in a field is a mitzvah deraisa. How do you know? How do you know to return a person's guf? You help a guy's guf out. How do you know you are mikhaim a mitzvah deraisa? The Pasuk says you return him. You return him. So what do you say? You see that a, even a guy's guf, there's a concept of hashava. So I think maybe you would have to go between if he's in between the fields. You could break your way out. Maybe you have to go in between the fields. Also, who talk in the mavsik vayel mavsik The takana of Yeshua was that you're not mechuyev to go in between the fields. The halach is you're allowed to even break your way out. That was the takana of Yeshua. If a guy gets lost in the vineyard, umeis mitzvah kainim kainim. The next day, umeis mitzvah is kainim. It's makim. Fatimah, is that true? For a mini, hamaitzim eis mutal beesratya. If a guy finds a mace spread over the main road of the 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 main road, the highway. You move it either to the right or to the left because you can't leave it in the middle. Kayanim are not allowed to walk over it, so you can't leave it in the middle. You can move it to the right or to the left. Stay bore, this stay near, stay bore. If there's an empty field and a plowed field and you're the shallows which way to move it, so you move it to the stay bore. Stay near or stay zera. 
if you have two options, either a plowed field or a planted field, you move it into the, to the plowed field. It's less of a hefzit. Are you shteim buris, shteim niris, shteim zuris? If they are both in the same boat, either they are both empty, or they are both plowed, or they are both zuris. You're allowed to put it in the place where you want, wherever you want. So what do you see? You see, you have a mixed mitzvah here. It's not kaina mikaimai. Lachaya, it sounds like clearly it's not kaina mikaimai. Because if it's kaina mikaimai, lachaya, why, how could you put it into the guy's field? Lachaya, he could say it's kaina where it is. So lachaya, why over here? Lachaya, you have Yeshua's, Yeshua's halacha that you have a mace mitzvah. Lachaya, it should be kaina mikaimai. How could you force a guy in a different field to have to take this mace? Lachaya, it's kaina mikaimai. Since it's blocking the road, and you're not allowed to leave it there because of the Kayanim, since there's Rishos to be able to clean it out, you're allowed to put it wherever you want. What's the difference between a Sade Boer and a Sade Nir? A Sade Boer is an empty field, and a Sade Nir is a field that's plowed. What's the difference between them? They're both empty fields, there's nothing growing there. What's the difference? Potential. That's the difference. You can have a guy that's a boor, a vilnish taran, he's not mishnigay, he doesn't have, no, he doesn't have fruit in his field, but he's not mishnigay. And then you have a guy who's plowed. He's plowed. He's muchan to hear. He's muchan to steig. He's muchan to grow. So you're right, he didn't grow plants yet. But Lamaisa, he's gray, he's plowed out. A stay boor is an abachtika guy. This person has to make sure that he's not a stay boor. And I'm alright, it's called a boor. And I'm alright to somebody that thinks he's the smartest. The biggest Amiratsim is the guy that knows like a drop. If you know like a drop, a drop, then you all of a sudden you become a greater. You know, a little bit, then that's the, that's the, a guy that knows a little bit is the worst. If a guy's it's beautiful. But a person has to have a stay near. He has to be muchan teshtag. A yid that's muchan teshtag has endless potential. And a yid, their achman al is not, is a boor. A boor. Is an Amaretz. An Amaretz is not somebody that doesn't know anything. An Amaretz is somebody that doesn't want to know anything. That's an Amaretz. <coughs> no, because eh, it's not fair. I'm reflecting my Asani, Hani Chad, sorry, Havyan. It's on Sat 10, it's 11. There are 11 things in the list, and we listed, we said it's only 10. It's 11. This din, that a guy is allowed to walk in an empty field. Was Shleima Hamelech's din. Now let's listen to this din and we'll see how, how this applies to our day to day life. Walking in a Shvile which again, me, again means if a guy has a field that he's farming and now there's nothing growing there, you should allow somebody to walk in there. Why? Your feet, your parents are not in the field anymore. You do not allow people to go walk around your feet, walk around your. Your field, Maha Bria Samus love. What do the Bria say about this fellow? Maha no What benefit is this guy doing for everybody? So number one, what benefit does he have? How is everybody hurting him? Why is he such a negative guy that he can't allow a guy walk into his field? About him, the Pasik says, I'll take Instead of you have an opportunity to be a taiv, don't be called around. Now there's no such Pasik. But the Gemara seems to be quoting a pasuk that doesn't exist. Miyais taiv, I'll take her out. Don't be called her out. Fatima amik save miyais taiv, I'll take her out. Doesn't say such a pasuk. So the Gemara ksev ki agavre. It says a similar pasuk. Al timna taiv mi bailav biyais leel yadechalases. Don't hold back. 
from doing a taiva for somebody if you have the ability to do it. You have an empty field anyway. What do you care if somebody walks in your field? That's the Shleim HaMelech really made this. This concept wasn't really Yeshua's concept. It really came from Shleim HaMelech. If you have an opportunity to benefit somebody and it doesn't really hurt you, first drace to a cup, let the guy walk through your field, and Machnish uh, Meshiga. So that's something that Shleim HaMelech was in stock. It's not really part of Yeshua's Takanis, but these ten were Yeshua's Takanis. Are there no more Takanis? We had this previously in Baba Kama. Titania, Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Bishas at the time of Haitzah's volume, because if you were here for Daf Lamid, Rabbi you're also here for Daf Pe'alef, Fashtetzach. So those that were here for Daf Lamid are here, Bez Hashem, for Daf Pe'alef. And over there we had a halacha that a guy is allowed to leave his Zevil in Rishus Rabbim for 30 days. That people should step on it. It was considered beneficial for the Zevil if people step on it. So you're allowed to technically put a mazik in Rishus Rabbim. In order that people should step on it, this when Yisrael came in Yisrael. So you see that uh, that there's another thing that's not listed in the list. That's number one. Number two, the story was a guy had a lot of bees, and the bees from his beehives went onto his friend's field, and they attached. To his friend's branch. So he has a branch with a bunch of bees on the branch. The question is, is he allowed to cut off the branch and bring his bees back to his property? That's the Shiloh. So Rabbi Shmuel said as follows. He's allowed to go into his friend's field. He could cut off the guy's branch to save his bees. You have to pay him for it, but you're allowed to cut off the branch. So that was a takana of Yeshua, another takana. A tonight bezdin, another takana. She is, let's say a guy's walking on the road and he has a container of wine and he sees another guy's honey spilling on the road. Honey is considered more was considered more expensive than wine. So this guy, she is a shayfich he could pour out his wine. He could take the honey of his friend into his container. But he still gets paid because he was mafsed his wine. So he gets paid from the Dvash, he gets paid for the wine. How do you know you're allowed to do that? You have to get Rishos. It's a Tanai Yeshua. U Tanai Bezdin, it's a Tanai Bezdin. Shezim Mepharikas Eitzav. Let's say you're going down the road and you have a load of wood on your donkey and you see somebody else that has Pishton. Pishton's more expensive than wood. You're allowed to take off your wood, or you should take off your wood. Vitayin Pishton Shechaveri and load the Pishton onto your donkey. Vinaytal Dmeitzim, Vitechlesh Pishton Shechaveri. And you're allowed to take the Dmeitzim. From you're allowed to get paid for the wood that you unloaded from the pishtan of your friend. Yeshua made Tatakana brought Klai with this Tanai in mind. So why don't we list this in the Braisa? So these are all Yehuda, Not everybody holds like that. And Amela, we're not listing that. So we only list ten Takanas, or really uh, eleven or ten Takanas that everybody holds of. Sometimes he's quoted as Ravin, sometimes he's quoted as Rab Ovin. Here he's quoted as Rab Ovin. When Rab Ovin came, he said the name of Rabbi Yechanan. It's a very interesting halacha. When you have a tree, your tree has, brand, has roots that goes underground. Those roots take Yanika 
from other people's fields. Meaning, if you have a tree growing, let's say, next door to your neighbor's property, and you don't have either six... Is this, we're going to see. Bezer Hashem! Oh, Yehuda, you're back. Bezer Hashem, Yehuda. Yeah, Yehuda. If you're here from Abakava, you'll be here. For Bezer Hashem, you'll be here with Rabbi Yitzchak and Ablevi Yitzchak. Bezer Hashem, and over there in Yishalayim Avinu, yeah? And over there we are going to see that the branches spread, the, the, the roots spread for a certain amount of length. And, so what's the shayla? The halach is, are you considered a ganiv? Not mamish a ganiv, but a It's not really growing in your tree. It's not really growing in your field because the branches are going into your friend's field. So when you bring, the, we're talking about it's halach and bikurim. When you bring bikurim, it has to be stuff that grows from your field. If the, if the roots go underground and they're being yanik from your friend's field, so you can't say, one of the psukim they used to say by bikurim is, Debarisham gave me the karka and it grew for my karka. But anyway, talk to Gemara like this. Robin said, if you have an Elon that an Elon that's leaning into your friend's field, or an Elon that's next to the uh, next to the boundary, which really it's being yonik from your friend's field, maybe the kaye. The Allah is you're allowed to bring me Kurim. And you'll have to read the Psukim, Shalmanas Kane Hincha Yeshuli Solasaritz. Because it is tonight, Yeshua was Manchil the Aritz the Klaisra. So Lachaya, you see another example. This is Rovan in the name of Rabbi Echanan. Lachaya, Rabbi Echanan is an Amaira. It's a Kasha. We brought a Braisa before that only had 10. Lachaya here, Rabbi Echanan has another one that seems to be a Tanai from Yeshua. Why wasn't it listed in the Braisa? Lachaya, Rabbi Echanan was an Amaira. You can't disagree with the Braisa. Who's the one that said the ten tonight that Yeshua listed? What that Yeshua was misakinus of Yeshua ben Levi? And not everybody necessarily holds of it. He was Yeshua ben Levi's. A, a he was a memra, and a, it was a memra. It's not really a brisa. So Mela, if it's not really a brisa, Rabbi Yechon has a right to disagree with it. And Mela, that's how Rabbi disagrees. But these are the ten or eleven things that Yeshua was misakin. Now, the reason why Yeshua had to be misakin it is because when you have a community and you have a matzah, there's certain takanas that you have to have to make things flow, to make things work. It just doesn't go on its own. There's things that have to happen. So Yeshua made certain takanas, and every single community has to do things to make things operate that the community shouldn't fall apart. That's the Metzius. Every There's 10 Jews in one place. There's 11 opinions. Rabbi Gvir Beksil Masni Labehedya. He's correct. Said it clearly. These ten tanam of Yeshua were a takana from a listed for Yeshua ben Levi. It is not a brisa, and therefore Rabbi Yechonon is allowed to disagree with it.